Welcome to Courtney Barrett Radio. I'm Courtney and I'm your spiritual side hustle coach. I'm a former corporate sales rep turned spiritual business coach and breathwork facilitator. I am obsessed with helping you launch your online coaching business, sign your first clients and balance it all with your nine to five. Let's be real. There's no guidebook for 20 something women on how to handle the post-grad world of businesses, jobs, money, spirituality, and life. But if you're anything like me, I know you want to own your power to create major impact, start that business, and manifest your divine abundance. So consider this your spiritual yet down-to-earth bestie, sharing her experiences and tips for you to make your own rules. You're ready for this, babe. Now grab your favorite crystal and journal and keep listening. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Courtney Barrett Radio. I am beyond excited to bring you another special guest today, and you guys are going to love her. So with me, I have Daniela Shira, who is a journaling and mindset mentor. So Daniela, welcome to the show. Hey, Courtney. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, me too. And I can't wait for everyone to hear our conversation today. So for anyone who has never heard of you before, do you want to share a little bit more about you and the work that you do? Yes. All right. So I'm Daniela. I am a journaling and mindset mentor. So I love journaling, psychology, as well as personal development. So I've put all those together into my brand called Daniela's Floral Journal. And my mission is to help everyone live a meaningful and authentic life, which just means that they are living a life that is true to who they are. And it's true to what they find meaningful and fulfilling for themselves, because I feel like everyone has a different um, perspective on what that is. So I help them to discover that through journaling. And I really help people to cultivate a healthy relationship with themselves through the art of journaling. Because journaling has personally saved my life. So it's something that I'm very passionate about. Mm -hmm. And I really want more people to understand and to experience the benefits of journaling. Well, that's so beautiful. And I always say like the most powerful businesses have a personal story behind them and, you know, personal connection to what we do. So I absolutely love, you know, how journaling has been such a big part of your life. And now it's, you know, your mission to share that with others. So do you want to tell us a little bit more about your journey? Like, how did you first get into journaling? When did you start to notice that it was so powerful? Um, How this became a business? Just, yeah, we're here for all the details. (laughs) All right. Awesome. So for me, journaling and what I do is really not just a business, but as you mentioned, it's something that's so close to my heart. Hmm. And I feel like it's really why I'm here as, you know, deep as that sounds. (laughs) I feel like um, very connected to it because I was around 10 when I really got into journaling Mm -hmm. and at the time I felt quite alone and I did have friends but I felt like I couldn't really speak to them at the level that I wanted to Mm -hmm. so then all those thoughts and emotions went into my journal and I found it so therapeutic and I just um, started to cultivate and I didn't really understand what was going on at the time but now in hindsight Mm -hmm. I was really cultivating this healthy relationship with myself so 
it wasn't just me writing down on a piece of paper. It was me connecting mm-hmm. to myself and being like, hey, you know what? You might feel like other people don't understand you, but I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. And that was just so healing for me at the time. And around the time when I was 13, I actually was experiencing depression and I didn't know it again at the time, but I really felt like life was pointless and I was thinking of, oh, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) There was an alarm that went off, but um, I really felt at the time that I didn't have a purpose and I was thinking that I could just disappear and it really wouldn't. Um, matter to anyone because I was thinking my friends had other friends my parents had my sister and mm. I didn't even realize at the time that that was you know so it was kind of like a suicidal thought mm-hmm. and well I guess I should say this is a suicide trigger warning for anyone who um, might have gone through this before and it just felt like I was alone no one really understood me and I was journaling though. So I had journaling and I always like to say when I had no one else, I had journaling and I had myself. So then I realized one day that, you know what, this feeling sucks so much and I wish that no one else would have to go through it. And then that's when I had a light bulb moment that no one else should go through this. So then I'm going to make that my purpose. I'm going to make that my mission that if ever someone does feel down, at least they have the tools and the resources. They have me and I can share my time, my energy as well Mm -hmm. to help them out of that, you know, whatever dark um, time they are going through. So Mm -hmm. that's when, you know, Daniela's Floral Journal started. At the time, of course, when I was 13, I didn't really know how that would look like. So then I studied (laughs) psychology when I was in Mm -hmm. university Mm -hmm. until it then evolved with my YouTube channel. And then from my YouTube channel, I then started my business. Mm -hmm. Because as much as I loved doing videos, I realized I wanted to guide people more on a one-to-one basis Mm -hmm. or through courses. So they really get that in-depth kind of um, experience. Mm-hmm. That's such a powerful story. And, and thank you so much for sharing. Um, I, I mean, I'm blown away that you got vulnerable with me and, and shared this for all of our listeners. So I definitely honor you and want to thank you first of all for sharing that with us and opening up. Um, but I'd love to hear like for anyone listening who maybe is resonating with this story or, you know, would just love to have support with their mental health right now with all of the world events and, you know, things that have changed this year, what would you suggest as, you know, ways that we can use journaling to support our mental health? Okay, definitely. So I would recommend journaling every day. For Mm -hmm. some people, it might be a big commitment. But I think right now with the pandemic, with the lockdown, everyone is staying indoors. So hopefully they do have more time to journal. And instead of, you know, um, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) instead of browsing online or numbing out with Netflix, which I'm not against that and go Mm -hmm. ahead and do it. But it also is important to have this time for yourself where you can just go inward and process what's going on especially because this has been such a weird year and yes and aside from that of course going through depression on top of everything it can really make someone so vulnerable and so being able to open that up with yourself through journaling helps 
especially if you just acknowledge what you're feeling and what you're thinking, even if it's not the most comfortable thing to go through, mm-hmm. just cultivating that safe space within yourself and knowing that it's safe to feel sad, it's safe to feel angry, to feel frustrated, because that's really what yeah. a lot of you know um, people have gone through during 2020. And when you allow yourself to feel it, it just lightens up the burden as well because I believe that feelings are there to be felt and they are trying to tell you something. So the minute that you understand what they're trying to tell you and you feel that emotion, you take your time, you sit with it, then it's just going to go to because then it has served its purpose. Mm -hmm. For sure. And what do you, I guess, like how do you journal? Like for anyone who's listening that maybe is only familiar with that one type of journaling where you write about what happened in your day. <laughs> Do you want to dig a little bit deeper into, you know, what a daily practice could look like? Yeah, definitely. And I do love having training prompts as well. I find mm. that so helpful. So you get to understand or explore these different ideas that you otherwise wouldn't have thought of or come up on your own. So some of the training prompts that I like is it's very simple. But once again, with your feelings, you can ask yourself, how are you really? And then even just adding that word really, <laughs> it kind of um, <laughs> opens up your heart space to exploring and understand what's really going on inside. Because if other people ask you casually, you'll just say, fine, I'm good. And then that's it. But when you're with yourself, then you have this opportunity to really get into how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, once you understand okay, how are you feeling really? And then you, this is what you came up with. Then ask yourself, what is this emotion trying to tell me? And it can be so simple, but the act of uh, asking yourself really just, you know, starts to put those gears into motion in your mind with coming up with an answer. So by asking yourself, what is this emotion trying to tell me? You then get into a lot of different ideas of what it could be. And the thing about journaling is it can surprise you as well. So you may have, you know, you have some ideas that you didn't even know you were thinking. Mm -hmm. But when you're journaling, you're in the zone, you allow yourself to write as much as, you know, you want, whatever comes up you will definitely find those ideas that you didn't even realize were in there. Mm -hmm. And then once you have that, okay, this is how I think, this is actually what's going on, then you write or ask yourself rather, Mm -hmm. how can I love myself in this moment? Mm -hmm. And that is just so powerful because we usually then judge ourselves for what we think or we feel like, oh, no, oh my gosh, I'm so mean, I'm thinking this or... Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, this, this, I shouldn't be thinking this. It's so wrong. And then you start coming up with all of these different ways of not accepting yourself. Mm-hmm. But by asking yourself how you can love yourself in the moment, it's very raw and real because you're not asking yourself to suddenly accept it and be like, yeah, okay, you know what? I accept this. Even if you might feel like, no, I don't really like that I'm thinking this way because there are <laughs> going to be times when that happens. But mm-hmm. by saying, okay, I can love myself by being compassionate mm-hmm. because maybe there is a reason why I'm feeling this way and then I can get into that. 
or maybe I should give myself a break because it's been a hard year. So why, why am I going to be mean to myself too when a lot of the other things, you know, have really put me down? So I think just being able to see things from the lens of love, as they say, is going to be so helpful and so healing as well. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I love all of that. And I feel like for me, like when I was first getting into journaling and I hadn't seen like prompts or anything like that before, sometimes I would just sit down and be like, I don't know what to write. So I think for anyone who might be still thinking that that is such perfect advice. Um, And I'd love to hear what you recommend for anyone who might be a little bit nervous about journaling, whether it's because they're, you know, getting real with their feelings and, you know, seeing them on the paper in front of them, looking them in the eye or, you know, just kind of scared to write down something negative. Maybe they think that it's going to, you know, manifest or something like that. I'd love to hear a little bit more about, you know, that discomfort that might come from putting the pen to paper with these raw emotions. Yeah, definitely. And that's one of the first things that I had to deal with as well when I was (laughs) starting my journaling journey. So the first thing that I would say is to journal as much as possible or as much as it feels good to you, because sometimes you may not feel like journaling and that's okay. You don't have to force it on yourself too, like you would, mm. you know, when you exercise and then you actually <laughs> resent yourself for doing it. So do it as much as it feels good to you. So then the more that you start talking to yourself or journaling, you start to build up that relationship with yourself. Mm. So you can start with light things like, okay, this is what I did for today this is how I feel. And let's say you only write for five to 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then gradually you increase that time. So from 10 minutes, you go to 20 minutes, and then you're going deeper and deeper. But it's better to start small. Because Mm -hmm. then it's like when you're with a friend, then you don't just ask them what's your deepest, darkest secret, the more (laughs) that you spend time with them, you get to know them. And then it's the same process of Mm -hmm getting to know yourself and building that trust until you can get to a point where you get to dive deep into those um, raw and messy emotions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's beautiful advice. And I'd love to hear if you have any tips for staying accountable, you know, because um, something I used to experience before I got really into journaling myself was that I would be really excited about it for like a week and then suddenly I would just forget and it would take me forever to come back to it. And I'm sure there's someone out there listening who uh, shares that experience. So if you have any tips for that, that would be awesome. Yeah, definitely. So I feel like our environment really affects us and just the fact of having your journal near you so that for example (laughs) I have mine by my bedside table so whenever I go there I put down my glasses or I take whatever else I need my journals then there and then I remember oh okay um whenever I need to journal my journal is just there so it's kind of that having that physical reminder it may be so simple and a lot of what I'm saying may sound so simple but it is so powerful and I always believe in you know um, the power of simple things because people tend to overlook them but then when you actually implement it it makes such a difference Mm -hmm. so even just having your journal nearby can be so helpful And at the same time, I feel like if you set a certain time where you want to journal, maybe it's when you first wake up, you want to clear your mind, or maybe it's in the evening, you want to wind down and Mm -hmm. put your thoughts to paper, just making it part of your routine, it helps to make it a habit as well. So for example, you don't really 
have to remind yourself to brush your teeth. You just know that, <laughs> okay, I just woke up, I'm going to brush my teeth, or I'm about to go to bed, so I'm going to brush my teeth. So then having journaling into your routine really helps as well. And you will notice a difference. For example, if you miss a day of journaling, you might feel like, huh, why is my head so clouded? And then it just serves as that reminder to journal and I feel like once you also build that relationship within yourself you also will start to remember it's like with a friend you miss them and you feel like huh I haven't spoken to her in a while how's she doing at some point once you have established that within yourself you also will feel like huh okay I I miss me and not in a narcissistic way but then you start to wonder how am I actually doing Mm -hmm. what's going on and then you would want to journal so it's about um, listening to those little cues within yourself and then um, you know building that environment to support you and making it part of your routine Mm -hmm. beautiful and I'd love to hear like are there any kind of different types of journaling out there that you feel like are lesser known that you would love to share with us or, you know, things that you find really help your clients that maybe aren't really that popular yet? Okay, so for me, for the most part, I really love journaling prompts. It's Mm -hmm. not necessarily a a type of journaling, but I feel like whenever my clients come up to me and they have all of these issues, I like to have build journaling prompts around that because mm-hmm. I feel like all the answers that you need are already within you. So it's just a matter of uncovering what those answers are and journaling is the best way to get there with yeah. you know little hints and nudges. And at the same time, what I love to do every morning is I call it the one liner journal. Ooh. I don't know if there it's been um, you know, if someone else does it, but for me, <laughs> it's what I love to do in the morning because I realized I really wanted the journal every morning. But mm. now that I'm going back to the office, I don't necessarily have that much time to journal. So then I just journal one sentence, one line, literally, it takes me one minute. But Mm -hmm. then I know that, okay, I've got my journaling done in the morning. And it's so helpful for me just to track what my thoughts have been like, and you know, where my mind is. Mm -hmm. So I find that still so helpful. Of course, it is different from actually doing a deep dive and journaling, but sometimes it doesn't have to take that much for your transformation to happen. Yeah, especially Yes, especially with journaling. Sometimes when I wake up, I just have this sudden hint of, you know, like, oh, okay, this is actually what was going on from yesterday. And then I write it down. It's just one line, but it's still so helpful. I love that. And I think that's a really great way to keep the momentum going too. And not having to put that pressure on yourself like, oh, if I'm in a rush or I have to go to work, then I've got to sit here for 20 minutes. And if I can't do it, then I guess I'll just skip today. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Because journaling can work for you, whatever your lifestyle is, you can really Mm. make it work. And that's what I love about it. There are no rules. It doesn't have to be like, you need to journal for 30 minutes or else nothing will happen. (laughs) You can make it work for you. So yeah, I do love that about journaling. Amazing. So I'm really curious to hear, how do you use journaling for manifestation? Do you use it for manifesting any goals, whether it's like in your nine to five or in your business? And if you have any tips that you'd love to share? 
Oh my gosh, I love that because I'm really into manifestation as well. And I love the idea that we have the power to create our lives and bring our dreams into reality in a way that is very grounded as well. Because when you say bring your dreams to reality, it feels very Disney princess-like and it's so up in the air. And it's just something that you wish about and then it doesn't actually happen. But I love manifestation because it does, you know, ground things once again. So What I love to do is actually script every morning. And that's just a journaling technique where you write about how you would like your day to go. So it can be about your day or about, you know, your week or month. It's up to you. But just write down what you would like to happen and be very detailed about it too, (laughs) right? So um, exactly what event was going to unfold, what time do you want it to happen, And what's really important about it is also feeling into it. So feeling like it's already happened. And I feel like whenever you write in your in present tense, so that's another thing, don't script and write in future tense because you have to think that this is already happening or it's already happened. So Mm -hmm. either present or past tense. And actually, you can trick your mind into thinking that, hey, you know, this is already happening or this has already happened because your mind wouldn't really know the difference as long as you're writing in that certain tense Mm -hmm. and then write about what else you would like to happen, how you felt too. So aside from feeling into it, if you're having difficulty with, okay, how should I feel about this? You then just write, okay, this is what's going to happen and this is how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. So I find that so helpful. And one of the things that I manifested is once Ooh. I said I'm only gonna, yes, and this is just a small thing. But once again, <laughs> it's that thing of it can be small or big, but mm-hmm. then it all adds up, right? Yeah. So then I once said that I'm I only spent this amount, this certain amount on lunch, and then I had left over to buy something else that my sister wanted me to get. And then my exact bill was that same oh. amount that I put in. Whoa. So, yes, it, it <laughs> does happen and it's so powerful. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. And you do that every morning, you said? Yes, every morning. And it just helps to set my energy for the day as well. Mm-hmm. And I find that it is so helpful because I feel like if you're not very intentional, you just kind of allow things to happen to you. You take things as they yeah. come. But then when you're more intentional, even if you know things don't go your way, then at least you know you're still holding on to something, to your manifestation happening and to that energetic kind of boundary that you set around this is going to happen. This is my standard. Mm -hmm. So I find that so helpful. And a little um, journaling activity that I did before, Mm -hmm. which is also linked to manifestation, is just listing down 10 things. So I do want to say journaling is not just, you know, um, writing the things down necessarily and in detail. That is what I like to do for the most part. But then you can have lists and call it journaling mm, just as yeah. you know, there's, there's the whole bullet journaling thing that is all around simplifying journaling. Yeah. So one thing that I did before was just to list down 10 things that I wanted to manifest. And it's just very random things as well. You can mm-hmm. talk about, you know, things like finding a quarter on the street or getting a free water bottle or someone wishing you <laughs> happy birthday by mistake. Oh, and that's wow. actually something that I wrote down. And then 
after a couple of days it actually happened and then you can give Whoa. yourself a time it's gonna happen in a week in a month and that's just a fun little activity to do if you want to see how you know you actually can manifest things so you it can be good things as well again or very random things so it's just helpful to do that (laughs) oh that's so cool I'm so excited everyone has so many fun things to try now so I have yeah a couple random journaling questions that just popped into my head. So my first one is, do you personally listen to music when you journal or do you love journaling in silence? <laughs> oh, I love that. I've definitely done both because mm-hmm. I love music. I have mm-hmm. 30 plus playlists on oh Spotify. My, whoa. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so sometimes in the morning, because I still need you know something to keep me awake I do like to have some music on mm-hmm. and sometimes whenever I have a lot that I really want to write and I already kind of know where I'm going or where I'm headed with my training session then I prefer to not have any music on so then I can concentrate so it yeah. really depends on your mood what you're feeling and if it is helpful I think at the end of the day that you should do what works for you when it comes to journaling because again there are no rules so for some people it's going to be very helpful to journal with with music and but then some would feel distracted by it so I've definitely felt both ways at different times Mm, cool yeah I was just curious about your perspective because I feel like for me it depends on what I'm journaling about like if it's just like some quick like daily morning journaling then I'll have music on But if I'm really sitting down to like dig through something a little bit more serious, then I'll do it in silence. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Because music does set the scene and it can be very relaxing and luxurious too. (laughs) (laughs) A whole vibe. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Amazing. And I'd love to know, like, do you have any favorite brands of journals that you'd love to share with us? Actually, I don't. And I know like some people are very particular about the kind of journal that they use. But for me, I do like to use high quality journals, but then I lean more towards the journal covers. I know they say don't judge a book by its cover, but I do. We're writing the book. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So then you get to make it what it is. So I like to find covers that speak to my personality and I find journals that say, this is me in a book. (laughs) And for me, what I really found is I owned a lot of floral journals, which is why it's so linked Ah. to my brand, Daniela's Floral (laughs) Journal, because I found that I love floral and it's very feminine, very delicate. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, there's so much beauty in it and it's very closely tied to nature too. So Mm -hmm. those are some of the things that I consider whenever I, you know, pick a cover or well, pick a type of journal, really. Mm-hmm. And I, I do have to say, I like Dreamy Moons. You can find her on Instagram. Yeah. And I love her designs. And she has really good quality journals. And I feel like it's a storybook. Like, it's a hardback journal. Mm-hmm. And it's very thick. So if you like to draw whenever you journal, you can do that too. And it's not going to bleed through the pages. For me, I just like writing in it. Mm-hmm. But I love the covers that she does. It's black with a gold foil. And it's really, really pretty. It seems very magical too. There's something about it that's just so special. <laughs> yeah, I've actually seen her work before. And I've been thinking about getting one because they're just so beautiful. <laughs> 
Yeah, you should definitely. And the quality is really good as well. She's actually having a sale on oh, right now. Oh my god, little uh, unintentional <laughs> shout out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> awesome. And one more kind of random question that I had for you is are you the kind are you the kind of person who goes back and reads old journals or, you know, things that you wrote in the past or are you the kind of person who, you know, doesn't look at them at all? <laughs> Yeah, so I've kept all my journals so far, and I do like to read them every now and then just to understand what I was going through at the time, how I overcame it. And one of the things that I actually like to do every birthday, and this is an unintentional tradition that I started, but I started writing letters to my future self. Sometimes it's to my past self. So -hmm. then whenever I come back and I revisit those letters, then I kind of feel like, you know, that version of me that was speaking in at the time is talking to me right now. So I find that kind of like a special little a letter that I left for myself. Mm-hmm. So I really do love going back through those. I will say though, there are moments when I cringe because <laughs> <laughs> the way that I've felt, the way that I've thought back then or what I wrote, it's different from who I am right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then I like to think of it as a marker that this is, you know, what I've grown through and this is who I was, but I've overcome a lot since then. Mm-hmm. So I know it can be very uncomfortable and cringy, <laughs> but then it's it can be so healing and helpful as yeah. well. So yeah, I definitely do love going through old journals. Cool. Well, I could talk to you all day about journals. This is so much fun. But I have one last question for you, and we're switching gears a little bit with this one. Um, But a lot of our listeners have a business and a job that they're juggling together. So I'd love to hear your tips since you are in the same position of how you balance the two. Yeah, for sure. So it's definitely been a challenge starting my own business while working my own nine to five. But I do mm. know that this is my mission once again, and I love just doing this. Yeah. So I think that as long as you stick to doing things that you love, instead of draining you, it's actually going to give you energy and it's going to fill you up because mm-hmm. you feel like this is what I'm meant to be doing. Yeah. And suddenly you feel more alive because I know that some women can feel very drained after their nine to five and then they come home and they do the biz and then Mm. I feel like at those times it's really a privilege that you know what it is that you want to do and then you're actually on the, the way to doing what that is because you know a lot of people don't necessarily know what they want to do so mm-hmm. I find that it's really a privilege and coming from that attitude of gratitude as they say <laughs> it really can fill you up instead of draining you and at the same time setting a schedule can be so important because you have all mm-hmm. of these ideas in your mind but it's so hard to get through all of them because you don't have as much time, mm-hmm. then that's going to be just so helpful to know that there's a certain time when you're going to be doing things, then you don't feel like you're rushing to, to get through things or that you yeah. still have so much to do because then you know what you need to do and then you allotted it and then you got down to doing it. Mm-hmm. And I will say this is something that I'm still, you know, perf- uh, perfecting. Well, I, I guess there is no such thing as... <laughs> but I'm still working on you know that perfect schedule so I will say it is you know there's a lot of trial and error involved so be kind to yourself and 
allow yourself to just learn from things and to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, such golden advice. Well, Daniela, thank you so, so much for joining me on the show today. Uh, but before we go, I'd love to hear, do you have any last words of advice or anything that you want to leave our listeners with? Yes, and it would be that you are worthy mm. of loving yourself of working on yourself of pursuing that dream business Mm -hmm. so don't ever hold yourself back or be more unapologetic about it because those dreams that you have they have been planted in your heart you are meant to have it and you're meant to pursue it so Mm -hmm. go out there and do it girl (laughs) ah so amazing so where can we hang out with you do you want to share where we can find you online if you have any offers at the moment that you would love to tell us about Yes, so I am at Daniela's Floral Journal everywhere. I do have a podcast. I'm on YouTube. I have an, an Instagram account. Mm-hmm. So I, my website is also daniela'sfloraljournal.com. So aside from that, I do offer a free journaling workbook called The Mental Health Survival Guide. So mm-hmm. if you are new to journaling, those can be very helpful to you. And if you've been journaling for a while as well, because that's really what I made for 2020 to help you deal with the mental health struggles that you may be having, as well as how to cultivate healthy, um, you know, things like resilience, hope, and gratitude. And I do have another offer called The Coming Home, which is a paid journaling workbook, but it just helps you build that relationship with yourself, as I was talking about earlier. And I do have some masterclasses as well, but I'm sure it's going to be linked in the show notes. Yes. Yeah. We'll make sure we include everything below so everyone can come hang out and connect with you. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I've loved this conversation. Yes, me too. And I just know so many people listening are going to be really, really inspired to get into journaling after this. So I want to thank you so much for joining us. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. And thanks everyone for listening. We'll talk to you in the next episode. Thanks for listening and letting me guide you to your most spiritual side hustle. If you love the show, I would be so grateful to hear from you in an iTunes review. And be sure to come hang out with me over on Instagram at The Court Barrett and join my free Facebook community, The Spiritual Side Hustle Society, for even more daily inspo and tips. Now, what are you waiting for? Go out there and live your soul's purpose, and I'll talk to you next time.